Late Night City, Beyond the Dark. Tonight we're going to be talking to a gentleman who's with us right now as I speak. We've got uh, Keith Braithwaite with us, who is the history of ghost myths and legends of Merseyside and beyond. Hello, Keith. Hello, Peter. How are you? I'm well, I'm well. So what is this all about? Uh, basically, what it is, is I started off on Facebook. Um, I created the group, Ghost Myths and Legends, in January 2014. Um, I'm putting little stories up on that. And I had a friend of mine, his daughter was doing a, a, a local history project. And, and I, I said, I'll, I'll come along and I'll, I'll, I'll help you along with it, you know. So I started putting the stories on for her. And then she, she went in and done the degree and all that and passed it. So my friend said, well, why don't you go and do a ghost walk in Liverpool? And I went, oh, I don't know. I said, I, I don't know whether I'm, you know, I'm nervous to speak to people. I, I, get, I get a lot of nerves. And then I said, oh, well, I'll give it a go. So I turned up at the Crown Hotel. Went in there for a little tipple, got a bit of a uh, thing to go, you know. And my friend phoned me and he said to me, um, he said, you better come round the cathedral. He says, there's a lot of people turned up here. Pete want to turn the corner, mate. There's about 150 people there. <laughs> so um, it, it, it stemmed from there. I just do walks and talks around Merseyside. Right, let's go back. Where did it all come from? Uh, well, my mother. Uh, it started off from my mum. When I was young, I was getting things happening to me, headaches and that, and I was getting taken into hospital and things, and you couldn't find nothing. But later on, as, as it went on, I found out my mum was psychic, and she never ever told me them. So as I got older, um, I lost my mum a few years ago, and I tend to pick her up more now from what my mum used to do as well. She used to see things a lot, and she used to do the cards and that as well. Um, and I've had a few, quite a few episodes, and I, I didn't know how to sort of channel it, what you used. So what I was done is gone and I took mediumship, sat in with a few mediums and, and learned how to actually bring it on and bring it off. Because it does sort of drain you, it gives you headaches and it brings you down. And you can have days where you feel like you just don't want to do anything. I thought it was down to a sickness or an illness, but this is true to being, bringing things through from the paranormal and trying to contact you, Pete. So you're telling me you're a medium? Well, I'm not, I'm not like, you know, I'm not saying I'm a full medium, but I do pick things up. Give me an example. Uh, well, basically, um, just down below here in, in the, the centre, yeah, I, on my dinner around here one year, I was, I was working um, on a shop down below, and I went on my dinner, and when I went into the pub and had a pie and a pint, the lady gave me the change, and I touched this girl's hand, and I went, ooh, I got this weird vibe and all that. I said, what's this about the baby? So she went away screaming, went to the toilet. And I said to her mate, go and get it out, what's wrong? And she went, oh, she wants to speak to you. She said, um, I said, oh, well, tell her to come over here. I'm with my friends and I'm with, there with the girlfriends. So she turned around and she said, oh, no, she wants to speak to you on her own. I spoke to the young lady and apparently in her lifetime she'd aborted the baby. And um, what happens is she'd never told the family about this. And she turned around and said to me, you know, can we talk about it? Do you know me? I said, well, I've never met you before. And that's all through touching her hand, Peter. And I, took, I sat down and talked to the young lady and she said, how I feel now, the way I've brought this out. She said, I feel like I've had a lift off my shoulders. She said, and I can go on with life now. She said, it's been playing on my mind for years, this. And that was all just to that, Peter. Does that not bother you to be able to do something like that? It does and it doesn't because you can use it, you know. It, I mean... It interests people and it doesn't. It does scare me that I want, like, I could go into a room and, like, pick a person out. It doesn't, I, I can't just, like, a person will come up to me, like, people come up to me now and say, can you read me? Can you do this this for me? But 
it doesn't come on like that, Peter. I can walk into a place and then an individual person I can see and pick out and I can tell that person all about themselves or what's in the future for them. Um, how often does this happen? Well, quite often, Peter. It comes on and off, you know. It tends to happen more when I'm around other mediums as well. You know, if I go to like um, places where we have walks and stuff like that and we get mediums coming along, we seem to like sort of channel off each other and you go stronger. So in Liverpool, have we got a big history? Oh, well, that's got a big history, yeah. Especially St James's Sem. Um, especially all round here. From um, from like the Met Quarter to uh, Cop Brazil. Everything round here is plague pits from the plague in the 16th century. You've got 3,000 people buried around here. Uh, the plague was that bad at the time. It actually, they, they, found, they buried the, body, uh, the, the bodies vertical because there was no more room to actually bury the bodies. Because we're reputedly on a, um, a death pit. Oh, yeah, you're a, it's his plague pit. It's all plague pits, yeah. It is. So when you put the ghost uh, tours together, w w w do you have a set routine, set place? Yeah, uh, we do. We meet at St James's Cemetery, the back of the Anglican Cathedral. Um, I take them on a tour around there. We go around Rodney Street to do all the houses, um, the history of the people who's buried in the Sem, who's buried there, how they got there. Um, little Grace, uh, Kitty Wilkinson, um, James Gerwin, uh, is, is a fact. Um, there's a place in uh, Church Street there, if you walk down Church Street, and there's a gold cross on the pavement. I don't know if you've ever noticed it. No. It was, a, it was actually a church that used to be there, St Peter's Church. Now, when they come to build the shopping area there, what happened was, uh, when they were digging up, they found all coffins in there underneath, what they had to move. Well, there's a spring in St James's Sem that runs through the Sem there. And when they actually lifted the coffins up, a few lids fell off some of the coffins and they were lifelike, still the people in the coffins. And it was actually the spring that run from St James's Sem down Church Street and it was the mineral water that preserved the bodies. Well, there's actually uh, this person buried and a few more in St James's Sem from there now. And one was uh, this James Gerwin. He was off his ship in Liverpool, that sunk. Are you a religious person? Not really, no. So where does this fit into religion, in your opinion? Because um, we talk about churches, we talk about um, uh, graveyards. Where does it fit in? I, I ju I've just had a, a think about graveyards since I was young, Peter. I've always like sort of hung about in them. I, I know it sounds strange. It does. Um, I used to be a bit of a rocker when I was younger as well, so I was into like gothic stuff then, you know. Um, I'm into sort of the. I'm not really into like church stuff. I am. I, I could say I've been in a church, but I'm. I'm into. But do you not question religion? If you're talking about people from the other side? Um, not really, no. You don't believe they're in a heaven or a hell? Well, I do, I do believe there's a heaven, and I believe there's more of a hell than a heaven, the way things are now. You know, myself. So when you... Did you do research for the stories, or did you just know all the... Well, what I do is, if I, if I go to a certain person's house or actual building or something like that, um, I'll do uh, video footage... I'll, I'll use stuff called pendulum alarms, um, certain stuff, ghost boxes, spirit boxes, that uh, they channel the spirits that come through. And then within that building, I'll go away and I'll research that building for the person or the owner. And then I'll give them all the information on what I've found on the building and what was there what before the building was there. Or, you know, why they've got the, the spirits there, why they, they're still there. 
because he's by the way he should be moved on and stuff. Tell me about the equipment you use. What, what is um, it? It's uh, meters. Uh, it's called a spirit box, and it, it does drag um, energies through from spirits, and it, it talks here. It's on different frequencies. You pick spirits up at different frequencies. Also, we how, have. Um, how does it? Do that? Um, it works on sort of electrical energies. You've got like electrical energies. Spirits cannot uh, speak in a full sort of sentence. They'll come through with one word. Now, these energies are picked up on frequencies, you know, like your radio frequencies. You'd have a high and a low frequency. It's a very low frequency where spirits are. And that's how it's picked up. So what other equipment do you use? Um, we use the uh, the, the meters. Uh, they're like um, a K2 meter, it's called. It's got lights on it. It's called EMF, and it's an electrical magnetic field strength meter. It actually picks up uh, strengths of fields with, with if there's any actual different, um, you know, spiritual sort of connection that's there with you in the room. And that'll pick it up. And you've got a light like a green light, a middle light is like a yellow light, and the red light is the energies that's coming like closer to you. Have you ever seen a ghost? I have, yeah. I've took Tell a few pictures it. as well. Um, St. James's, Sen, round there. Um, I was taking pictures one night. Round by Little Grace, and he was when I got home and uploaded to the computer. There was three little girls sitting in white and like long blonde hair, right over in the corner by Little, little Grace's bed. So you've actually got a photograph yeah, of three yeah. little girls mm -hmm. sitting down by a stone. I'm flabbergasted. So you've actually got a picture of three little girls. I have. It's on my site there somewhere. Yeah, it's actually on my page. You ever seen any bad ghosts? I couldn't say that I have no. Do they frighten you at all? No, no. I've got a, a lot of um, energy in my house as well, where I live. There's a lot of stuff goes on there as well. Do you believe that you brought that in? I believe that I brought them home, yeah. Do you have bad spirits that irritate you? I can honestly say, touch wood, I've never come across a bad one yet. Does it frighten you? No, it doesn't, no, not at all, no. I mean, people come up to me and, and they, have, uh, they, they send me messages saying... What what's your uh, views on spirit boards, which is the Ouija board? I said, well, I haven't got a problem with them. I use them all the time. It's the way you open it and you close it. You know what I mean? If you don't open it right and you don't close it right, then you, you get you get your bad spirits coming. But there's out. many mediums and people who are into this that are totally against uh, oh, yeah. Ouija boards. Oh, yeah, there is, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't advise people to do it if they didn't know what they were doing, would I? Do you, know you use mean? it often? No, not that often. We only what? use it. I only use it if I've got permission to. If we ask the pe person where I'm, I'm, I'm doing the investigations. And why do you use that for an investigation? It seems to bring spirits through more from the property, and we, we tend to get more through and to get more information off that, off the off the spirit boards, and then you can go and research that information that you're getting off it. Then, if you write it down as you're going along, then you. Like, I'll give you an instance. I done number nineteen Rodney Street last year, where uh, are um, a very uh, a Liverpool ghostwriter used to write his books from. Can't mention the name. Um, and when I went in there, um, there was a lot of activity in there. We've seen a lot of things. Um, and then I asked, did you object to me to doing the spirit boards? And they were quite interested. So we sat down in the cellar. I got two letters, four numbers, and three other letters straight after that. Didn't mean nothing at the time. I went to the local library to research it, and I found out that it was um, a gentleman that hung himself there, that across the road, he was a butler, and they used to have a maid across the road, that they dug a tunnel underground, 
and they used to see each other, go across to each other. Well, this was the gentleman, he'd hung himself in the building and had come up with the date, the year, and actually the day and everything, where it was in there. Everything I researched. I went back and gave it all to the lady and she said, well, she said, I'm going to tell you something now. She said, I had a medium in from London. She said, with me a couple of months ago and she said, she's told me exactly the same thing as you told me. Interesting to get it verified. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. What do your friends and family think about you? Oh, they, they, they are, they're all for it, but my me, me wife, it's, me, me wife's just, uh, she doesn't like it that much. She says, she keeps, she keeps telling me, stop bringing the ghosts home with me. And is she spiritual? No, she's not, Pete, but she has seen things in the house lately. And I had stuff going on. So what's the weirdest story you found in Liverpool? Um, well, I think this, uh, the one about the... Um, the two guys that's in, what do you call it the the, the prime minister the, the MP of Liverpool and um, the, the one that's supposed to be buried upright in the tomb with his hand the cards they're supposed to duel in, in uh, Rodney Street on Halloween but it's it's like the pyramids uh, like, like the story about that the pyramids was built four years after the fellow was died and they reckon he's sitting in it with the hand the cards so it's all down to being a myth piece are there a lot of ghosts in Liverpool themselves? Or is it just a tour of all the different places? No, we, we, we do find a lot here, but we do mostly the Whittle. And when I, I go on holiday abroad, I, I tend to find out what's wanted there, and I'll do a, a local story on stuff there as well, you, you know, in uh, certain areas as well. Tell me about the Whittle. Um, the Whittle, uh, Bidston Hill. You've got Bidston Hill there on the Whittle. Um, you've got a lot of activity up there as well. Um, witches, there used to be witches' covens up there in, in Bidston Hill at one time. And there's a, lot, there's a lot of carvings up there, you know, from right, right back in the Saxon times. A lot of activity and a, a lot of history up there as well. I drive past Bidston uh, maybe once a week uh, late at night and don't like it. Don't no, like it's, it's very early up there of a night. We have a tour up there on Halloween. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you enjoy doing these tours? I do, yeah, yeah, yeah. And are they like-minded people or are they real believers? Oh, they are, yeah. They're, yeah, they're like-minded people, Pete, yeah. So they believe? Oh, they do, yeah. yeah. Are there many mediums about in Merseyside? There is, Pete, but you've got to be careful because there's a lot of people out there that say they are and they're not, you know what I mean? I mean, sometimes you can tell, sometimes you can't, you know what I mean? They are, they are good ones. There's a lot of good mediums about, especially in the Liverpool area. What about witches? Are there many witches? Yeah, there? yeah. We have black a, and white. Yeah, we have bits and ill for the black ones. I've spoken to a few up there, and I have a, a few pagan witches coming around with me as well, which is the white ones. But the black ones, they're evil, aren't they? It's supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. Do many of them exist up here? Um, in Liverpool, going back to the 16th century, yeah, but I, mean, I haven't today, heard of them today, today times. I've not heard of a lot, a lot in Liverpool, just on. The Whittle side, really. Mm-hmm. Do you go to Chester? I've been, but I've not, I've not done any tours up in Chester. So basically, Whittle and but, uh... Whittle, yeah. And we're, we're going like outside Merseyside now. We're starting to do other places, you know, like Manchester and stuff like that. Are there people against what you do? There aren't people, but I mean, I've got a view on one thing that there's an actual group that does it in Liverpool. I won't mention the name on the air, but um. They, they do it down the cemetery, but uh, to be in a dead place like that, the people that's dead, I, I don't think they've got no respect for what they do because they're shouting and screaming down there. 
I mean, that, that puts me off straight away, that, you know what I mean? But do, do you not do it from cemeteries? Oh, I do it from the cemetery, but, I mean, we don't go round, like, screaming and shouting and jumping round and stuff and, like, you know what I mean? And, I mean, it's, I think it's disrespectful. Uh, when I go round, we're quite quiet, we, you know, we do a tour. Ah, uh, I see what you mean. You mean people jumping out mm. when there's on a tour. Yeah. So not not real ghost no. people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I understand. I, that's, I think that's a very interesting point, that it's not respectful. Mm-hmm. I, I get that completely. What do you say to somebody who is listening that... Uh, have these gifts, if you want to call it a gift, but don't know what to do with it, or are frightened of the gift? Well, as I said, I was frightened of the gift myself when I first started off. But I advise these people, if, if they're interested, and, you know, if they think that they've got something wrong with them, um, like that they need to see a doctor or something like that. I mean, I'm no doctor myself. If they've been and they've had treatments and they've had it all sorted out and that and they're still getting, like, headaches and stuff like that and they feel as if they're seeing spirits and stuff like that, get in touch with me. And I'll put them in touch with someone and they can sit down and talk about it, Pete. Interesting. Yeah. How can fi- people find out about you? Um, through me, uh, me site, the, the Ghost Ghosts, Mists and Legends of uh, Merseyside and Beyond. And where can they find that? Uh, but it's on Facebook, Peter. Uh, you can find it www.facebook.com slash groups slash T-H-O-G-M-L. Right. Yeah, and anyone who wants to get in touch with me through anything, and they, they find that they have problems. Um, and, they, you know, if they're coming across and they, they think they're seeing stuff and they think they're going a bit too lally, as we'll say, just get in touch and I'll put them in touch with someone. We'll sit down and have a talk about it. And how do, how do they find out about the tours? Um, you go on my site there on the history of Ghostmas and Legends of Merseyside and beyond. Tell me, while you've been in here, it's a nice dark night, and um, have you felt anything here today? A couple of cold shivers over my shoulders while I've been sitting here. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Should I be worried? Uh, I wouldn't be worried that worried. It's not. It's not a bad. It's not a bad ghost. It's not a bad ghost. No, no, I don't think so. Sure. Yep. <laughs> A message from it, or just uh, just a you sense something? Oh no, 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 just a cold shiver. Yeah, just a cold shiver. Yeah. yeah. Right, it's a history of ghost myths um, and legends on Merseyside and beyond. Uh, Keith Braithwaite, thank you for joining us. Thanks very much, Peter. Thank you again.